What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 129 of Blue Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? We have to uh, just celebrate a funeral, I guess, because VGC is dead. Long live VGC. Dude, it's it's absolutely insane to me to think that this this show started essentially, you know, not not exactly with uh, the start of uh, Sword and Shield VGC, but I mean, close enough that like we might as well say it is. Yeah, and like it's done, it's over. Like there there's no more events after this week. Yep, at, until at the, with the January, end of worlds. Yeah, there's yeah. no more events until January when Scarlet and Violet uh, are officially the games we play because the Pokemon company has deemed it necessary to uh, hold other regionals, but VGC is no longer on the docket, which has me wondering how VGC players are going to qualify for Worlds because we have much less chances to qualify they've, now. They've just got to lower the point totals, right? That's yeah. the only thing I can think of. Which cool i'm not sure if that's like the best thing to do the but, the combination but... of less events and no locals is the the biggest thing about it like we don't have local events to be able to boost cp numbers um so it's only through regionals that you're going to be able to earn them and with three months left of regionals they've got to do something i would think i i can't imagine they're going to be like, well, we'll see you in August. By the way, you have uh, six months to get to get uh, points. Good luck. Yeah. Also, we're not changing the amount you need, so we're going to see you all at every event this year. Good luck. Have fun. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. And, and like that's I, something that people can't always do. I, I can't imagine that that's going to be what they do. I feel like locals will come back next year at some point. It may not be right at January, but I feel like locals will be back maybe February, March. Um, I think they they are worried about like another pandemic wave going through, or something else is going to happen to shut down events, and so they're just they're hedging their bets. Granted, Sword and Shield wasn't going to have anything probably through September, October, November. Honestly, like. This is this is probably for the best, but it kind of sucks from our standpoint because a lot of people are wanting to play VGC and now there's just nothing to do for three four months. It's really unfortunate, especially for you know us content creators, where we don't want to continue to make content that people aren't going to watch. Yeah, and I think I think that's the hardest thing about it is. You know, I've I've really, really tried to play and like series thirteen. And I I don't enjoy it. And oh. that's really unfortunate, but It's I've, hilarious. It's not from a lack of trying, man. It it's hilarious because I think I'm enjoying series thirteen a whole lot more than I enjoyed series twelve, and I think that's just because of just the volatility of it. Mm-hmm. Um maybe it's just this the chaos that happens in this very like unfettered format, it's just like have fun with everything, go nuts. And I've had a lot of fun and a lot of success in the little bit of 13 that I've played. Um, 
going back to the, the like I think it was the weakest policy Volcanian laddering video. It's got like a hundred plus views on you. It it took off and ran to the hills. Um and that's kind of just how like all of my videos for when I when I play a format. That tends to be like the first video I do, it does really, really well because for some reason it just clicks for people. And it's it's crazy because I think you also did the first of the series twelve letters. And like, uh, yeah. Or there was there was another one that you did like the first set of laddering for, and it just blew up as well. Yeah, that's and, right. But the the difference between that one and this one is uh, this format. Uh, that format isn't dead on arrival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, to be fair, series thirteen was never meant to be a a competitive format like that. Oh yeah. We were yeah, never I... going to see series thirteen at a competitive like IRL event. We were never going to have that. Uh, unless you are hosting like your own grassroots tournaments in person on Series 13. That was the only thing you were ever going to see outside of online ladder tournaments and like best of three events. So it, it really does just come down to now kind of kind of like the bulk of this episode is going to be uh, obviously discussing the regional schedule and everything that's been announced. Um, there's, then, there's some cool things in that one. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, some cool like, stuff there's, coming. There's a lot that uh, I'm very excited to to talk about. And then uh, kind of like what's our plan? Because uh, I don't know. I, I have it, a pretty good it, idea what I'm going to do with my free time. Well, that makes I already have us... a crippling addiction to Unite, so you can expect a lot more of that. Might as, might as well also make content out of it, I guess. Oh, no, you get to play a game <laughs> and enjoy it. I know, right? I get to I play. What? I think the plan is I'm just going to go draft a bunch of vintage cubes since it's back up. And oh, we're going to cut it down and upload it on our Pokemon <laughs> you, YouTube. You can do that all you want. I'm not going to be editing those. You can do that all you want. Um, Look out on my YouTube channel. <laughs> fun fact, it's still a magic channel on that side. There, There is a ton of uh, magic content. There's also like all of my old speed run records and and stuff on there all my stuff that i've done so if you're interested in my old content before carl and i really got into this um you can find it go look me up on youtube fun fact i've been using a video over a thousand views that is true uh i have a video on mine that is done better than every video we've ever put up yeah but it's all because of me (laughs) you're welcome I'm actually curious what that video's at now. Uh, I think it's 1.2 or 3, because the deck is now dead. Um, oh, yeah, it's very dead, there's, yes. There's different variants. Modern format has changed a ton, and, like, this on the wall behind me is not really playable anymore, unfortunately. And that's why it gets to be on the wall and not in a deck box somewhere or in somebody else's pockets. I have... um my kicked from Koga Let's Go Pikachu speedrun has 60 views, and I don't know why. I think I'm still <laughs> number two on the leaderboard. Fun fact, oh, when I recorded that, I w- that was the world record run. <laughs> Maybe that's what Carter gets to go do now, is play spin-offs and challenge runs in the meantime. Yeah, I mean, in all actuality, that's probably going to be uh, the plan, is um, unless people want laddering content i'm we're probably going to move around the the recording and upload schedule to where uh the egg lock comes out in the middle of the week 
and then we have um, unite somewhere and unite instead of the deep dives and then something we'll else figure RTT something out for sundays yeah maybe rtt maybe like some bgc challenge stuff i don't know playing old formats maybe i don't know yet yeah there's like sunday is gonna still be like our variety day where we just kind of upload whatever we want but yep not entirely sure what we're gonna do there yet um we, we make the joke a lot of times like bgc is dead bgc is dead. it's not dead it's just gonna be put on hiatus for a little bit we might try to keep the formats alive and play some other stuff for grassroots tournaments and things like that i know we're talking with some other people about running some events um we also just have the draft league thing going on through the end of october here and so that's still a thing we'll be we'll we'll, we'll still have vgc stuff it's just not going to be our main focus for content or whatever at least until it becomes relevant again through scarlet and violet so let's see. My uh my let's go uh Pikachu run was done on 8/12/19, confirmed on 8/13/19. And then um uh, I was beaten uh on 8/12/19. <laughs> Immediately bumped. <laughs> I was I was the world record holder for like 2 hours. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Maybe you go reclaim your title on that. Fun fact, there's only three people on this leaderboard. Uh, New Amber, who is first at 132, uh, recorded three years ago. Myself at 157, recorded three years ago. And then Psychic Champion recorded two weeks ago. (laughs) Well, it's not a dead category yet. Someone's coming for my record, Carl. Just, just that's what you need to do now. You just need to go get your let's go uh, kick from Koga record back. Oh, I, I kind of want to just to say I did, but like at the same time, whatever. Like, okay, you got it. What else are you gonna do? I do kind of want to go get the world record just to say I, I am a world. Just record so you holder. have it, yeah. Um, I believe I am still third best rob in the world when it comes to classic zero percent clear for uh smash bros ultimate let me look i believe i am still i'm either third or fourth now i was second for a while i had optimized i had almost gotten that completely optimized and and this is rob you said rob yeah no not robin here i was trying to remember uh it was classic 0.0 percent um which for those that don't know how smash bros work there's the story mode and then there's just like classic mode where you do battles in a consecutive order break the targets and do other stuff way back from like original smash bros and melee days because that's that's how the story mode worked back then and um i i i had optimized it down to Pretty close to getting to first, but I think there's been a couple more people since then that beat the original first place holder. Uh, let's see. First at the time that you recorded it was 2.36. Yep. Uh, you have a 3.16, and the world record is now a 2.35, so you're you're sitting at fifth currently. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, I knew I dropped a little bit. 
I was I was second or third when I uploaded it, and then it's now gotten much lower. Which, fun fact, uh, a lot of that run comes down to where things spawn, which yeah. is really rough for for something like that. And so sometimes you just get lucky, and sometimes you don't. Uh, going back to my channel, I have uh, the Vengevine deck is at 1.3k views. Uh, I have several that are over uh, s over several hundred. Man, I thought magic content was dead. Who's watching these old videos from four years ago? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand. Who's watching my old Soul Sisters videos? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that'll be the majority of our content will probably end up being Unite and more like Pokemon challenges stuff. The Aegloc's going to be going on for at least a, a couple months, probably. Yeah. It it might end right before uh, Scarlet and Violet come out. Which is perfect, because then you just get to start your Let's Play of Scarlet and Violet. Probably not going to, to be 100% honest. Um, like, I'm probably going to rush through the game so I can get into like content making on that like I mean same but the, the joke is is like everyone's gonna play it day one yeah. and then cut it into 20 episodes and post it over the course of like 15 days meh let <laughs> Which, them that's fine here's my thinking on this like if this is an open world game the potential for this game to take probably 60 plus hours to complete is like a hundred percent completion, like get the full Pokedex, get all the side quests done, the main quests done, all that stuff. And so there's the potential for this game to take take a good significant chunk of your time. Yeah, this is uh this is sweet. I'm really excited. Yep, which we have so far away for that still. The the biggest thing is just like trying to figure out what's gonna be like what, what people want us to do, because like I said, I haven't really enjoyed series thirteen. And I, if I'm not enjoying the, the format, I don't want to play the format, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's the big reason I moved away from playing Magic forever ago. And, you know, I, like, for those who aren't aware, uh, I have been getting back into Magic because I find the formats to be super fun and more. Traitor. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I also uh. have more disposable income than I did back then, too. So, like... I can actually yeah. keep up and actually play things like I want to. Yeah, instead um, of mooching off of others. Correct, correct. <laughs> uh, like I have been for the last several months of just, hey, you got something I can. Uh, you got something I can play. Yeah. You got that. You got that good stuff. I will go to this event. Hey, can I play that? <laughs> Which, like, dude, that that's how it was for. Like I know you and I both did it. It was just like, hey, uh, what are you not playing? Yeah, okay, I'll play it. Yeah, uh, one of the cool things is like I shared a collection with other people and we could Same. eventually just pool in everything and we could play whatever we wanted, depending on how things were going that day. Yeah, um, my old roommate, Kyle, who I don't think has ever actually been on the podcast. Um, I know he did one season of Draft League with us. Yeah, um, but I don't think he's ever actually been on our content here uh, I know he did a couple, like, videos and stuff over on my channel with me. Um, there was 
a couple of the old podcasts that we did that he stepped in because you you were out uh you know getting married and being on your honeymoon yeah <laughs> you know just how dare you leave me oh it's no. like you had something major happen in your life and wanted to actually enjoy it yeah but yeah just uh him and i shared a, a pretty large collection between the two of us we basically had uh a majority of every playable deck in the format in some capacity but, I remember, I remember, like the day I got opals and nobles and all the fetches I wanted, and that was a very, that was a very uh, wallet hurting day. <laughs> yeah, see, that was that was one thing we never owned. We never owned opals, but we were also both of the mindset of, oh, this will probably get banned at some point, and then it did. <laughs> Which I had already hopped off by that point. So yeah, so any anytime we wanted to play a opal deck, we're just like, hey, uh, hey, Carl. <laughs> you got you got them opals. <laughs> yeah, there was there was uh, someone else I I stole opals from all the time. Might have been Cliff. Maybe. I think Cliff was on a podcast with us once too. Yes, it was that back was, when. Man, that was forever ago too. Yeah, sounds like my wife is home. I hear the dogs behind me freaking out. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Tiff is around she's doing stuff i don't know uh, <laughs> she's here so you want to talk about this regional schedule now that we've rambled for like 20 minutes yeah about nothing <laughs> i was gonna see if i wanted to pull it up on here so people can see what we're talking about but i, I think we are i think we don't need that i think we'll be fine um so we have how many is it for in a one two three four five Five regionals before the end of the year, between now and January 1st. Um, and then there will be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, as of right now, between January 1st, 2023, and NAIC uh, in, in the end of June 2020. Oh, man. Which, this is interesting. This schedule's really cool. Like, there's there's some big cities here that would love to have VGC events that aren't going to have any. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of sad. Um, the big ones being Salt Lake and Arlington. Um, Arlington being literally a stone's throw away from Dallas. And that entire, like, VGC community is just not going to have an event. Um... Salt Lake City was where we got our first IRL event uh, this past year, and mm-hmm. now they're not going to have one. They're going to only. They've have... already had one count this calendar year. They're fine. Yeah, they've only already got one. They don't need another one, I guess. Um, the other non-VGC events are Baltimore in September. Um, Eora, Illinois is getting an event uh, September 29th through October second. How uh, close did you say that is to like? Any it's like relevant five hours. city, Yora. Uh-huh. It's it's five hours from us. It's a yeah, five hour like, drive in relation to. Uh, it's about Illinois. an hour. Is it's probably anything? about an hour north of Springfield. Hour hour and a half north. Yeah, that's probably about right. Uh, just slightly west of Bloomington, probably like a thirty minute drive from Bloomington. Yeah. And then yeah, a couple hours. Oh, yeah, probably about four hours from Chicago. Three hours, maybe? That sounds about right. Um, 
back on this. Um, Salt Lake City is October 14th through the 16th. Uh, Toronto is getting an event December 2nd through the 4th. And then Arlington is December 16th through the 18th. And that will be the last event for the calendar year yep. for 2022. And then starting, of course, in January is when we actually get VGC events back. Uh, dude, it was really weird when this is first put out. I'm like, okay, so we're going to go, like, we're going to have stuff to cover in Baltimore. Like, this is going to be all Series 12 stuff we can talk about still. This is going to be great. And then I start looking over at the games. I'm like, huh, that's weird. They don't have, like, Pokken uh, on here anymore. I'm like, huh, that's really weird. They don't have Unite on here. And I just kept <laughs> scrolling, and then I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> there's there's something missing. <laughs> yeah. It, um, it took me down to about Salt Lake, where I'm like, that list seems really short. It's cause I feel it like is. there's something missing. It's because it is. Um... <laughs> One of the things about the TCG like versus VGC, TCG re- requires a lot of space, a lot of time, um, because you have, instead of small handfuls of juniors and seniors in those events, you have large numbers of young children and young adults playing the game still and are yep. in those age brackets. And so where VGC would only need probably... 30 to 40 tables in a given time. TCG usually needs almost double or triple to that. And so the venues are still going to be sold out. It's just going to be all to TCG and a small amount of go instead mm-hmm. of trying to split VGC and, and TCG part. Um, when I first saw this, I thought they were like, they had figured out, hey, we should probably split them up right like here's tcg events here's vgc events and then i scrolled down and just saw that they're just there's just no vgc events for 2022 and i'm like well they didn't learn their lesson yep we've had so many issues this year of hitting caps and like vgc events not uh getting the full representation they probably deserve people getting turned away at the door um now part of that is covid restrictions yes but now that we've gotten to this point, it's people like it's harder for them to enforce these COVID policies now because state laws get passed. And in order to run these events, you have to comply with state laws and things like that, which that's a whole argument for some other podcast to handle. Um, but I think at this point, if you if you separate them out, you can host your VGC events at smaller venues for less price, right? For less cost. Yep. And you could still host a 600-person VGC event in a small area compared to having to try and find a place that fits 2,000 people for TCG, VGC, and go. Yeah, which, like, I get it. I do. It it just sucks, man. Yeah. Like, there's a reason they don't do Unite <laughs> in person, right? They have a yep. whole tournament client built into the game now, so you can do this from home. Oh, or is it not live? So, Worlds is live in person, but like things like AOS Cup, um, regional qualifiers, and things like that, they are done from home because they just I, have a tournament I client. I did not know that. Yeah. There's a tournament client built into Unite that you go and you use for these tournaments. That's um, really sick. The big thing is, is because the tournament client for Unite is not always the most current patch. Mm-hmm. 
and they have the ability to turn things on and off, pause the game, reset, and do things like that with that game that way. That's really cool. Yeah. I did not know that. That's so cool. Uh, which, world Unite Worlds, uh, I got to watch all of day one, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, day two is technically tomorrow for us as recording, but would have already happened. I'm super excited to try and watch Black Hand and uh, IX Gaming compete for that top spot. Unfortunately, I believe there's going to be a team kill right after the first set of, of the first set of groups <laughs> going into day two. There's going to be a team kill like right after that. Because, what does that mean? So a team kill would be Black Hand and IX Gaming are both the NA representatives. Okay. And so if they both win their matches in the first after the first round, they will play each other in the second round and okay. knock someone to the loser's bracket, which is a team kill. Okay, now I'm following. Got it. Um, because there is, I believe both Korean teams made it in, both NA teams made it in, one Singapore, one Oceania, one Europe. And I can't remember who the other one was. Fitness. I had it gotcha. pulled up here a little while ago. But there it is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, one Oceania, one Japan, one EU, one Singapore, two NA, two Korea. Those are those are the uh, nationalities of the teams that made it on today too. That's really interesting. Okay. Which uh, there was a real good chance EU just got kicked out of like there was a real good shot that EU just got kicked out of the game day one, uh, but the top team from EU ended up taking down the quote-unquote undefeated team from brazil they had the the team in brazil hadn't lost a game like i hadn't lost a set since they started playing at the very start of unites like esports chain right oh dude that's that's insane that's insane and they they um i think it's i can't ever pronounce how how it was because it's um it's six backwards. It's IXS. I can't ever pronounce it because they pronounce it. It's been pronounced like seven different ways, so I can't hear it in my head how to pronounce it. But Got it. Um, they hadn't lost a set at all until today against Nounce Gaming. That's and insane, dude. They ended up losing again to I I uh to IX Gaming, which um kicked them out well so there's though there was a brazil representative there was a central america representative um i believe there was a south uh south american representative that wasn't brazil so like brazil has its own area and then there was uh like the the southern half of south america had a representative um there was a representative from india there were two representatives from japan and so it's really cool looking at like Unite Worlds and how it works compared to our events because most of it's just played at home in your chair. Or if you have a team like have like a team setting, you can sit and be in the same room and play together if you hmm. want that. If you want that kind of communication. Mm-hmm. That's anywho, really cool. Um, back to these things. So San Diego's our first 
series, uh, our first Scarlet and Violet series event, right? Mm-hmm. January 6th through the 8th. Um, that's like what? We get the game November 18th, right? That sounds correct, yes. And so we would have to beat the game, get everything we need, like, collection-wise for Pokemon, because we have no clue if we're going to have home compatibility at release or not, right? We don't know that yet. Yeah. Um, and then you would have to hunt down or figure out how to get all your Terra types, uh, whether that's grinding in-game, whether that's catching them in raids, whatever. And then... We're not sure how team building is going to work or breeding or anything, so that's going to have to play a role in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm expecting a lot of very scuffed VGC teams going into uh, this first event from in San Diego. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it'll, I, I, it'll be okay, be right? I, I'm I'm super excited and just like super nervous on how this first event's going to go. Yeah, it's it's very interesting to say the least, I think. But I I like it. I, I think it's really, really interesting. What's the next event? Where are we at? Florida? Orlando? Is that the next one after that? That sounds correct, yes. Uh which I know you've talked about which ones you wanted to go to. If you go to Orlando, you're gonna end up going to Disney World. <laughs> the, well, okay. I would really <laughs> like to. Uh, I I love amusement parks. Um, it is it is definitely a huge pastime of mine. Just like researching and learning and, and like watching all this stuff related to theme parks and everything, uh, specifically like coasters and stuff. So uh, I am very knowledgeable about like what's coming along, what's new, what's super cool. Like what I have a bucket list of parks I want to go to. And it's been years since I've been to Disney. Um, Tiff, my girlfriend, has never been. I, I'm sure she would absolutely love it. Uh, I've never been to Universal, so I would love to go to Universal as well, where they have just insane theming and rides and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I would absolutely love it. And I, I don't know. Like, that's like... I don't want to say a big convincing factor for me to go to Florida. (laughs) Um, One of the bigger things related to it is her and I were kind of already wanting to go to Florida next year anyway. And Mm -hmm. this just kind of fits into where I can go also play Pokemon that weekend. (laughs) So it would also be February 3rd through the 5th. I don't know how warm or cold it gets in Florida in uh, February. The the Florida parks, I believe, are open uh, three sixty five. Well, so, I, I figured they'd be open three sixty five. But I'm not worried about that. That's future Carter's problem. Like you, we're used to it, right? We live in Missouri. Yeah. We're used yeah. to it being bitterly cold and going and doing stuff. Uh, but that was just like that's always something I have to think about when we're traveling. Is just like what time of the year is it? Is it going to be nice? Correct. Is it going to be cold? I'm not sure how Florida temperatures work. People might think it's cold when it's 50 degrees i don't know oh they they do (laughs) florida is um weird uh moving on down the list here is another one of the ones that you considered going to knoxville yes um this is is also very much on my my list of places i might go uh this one is actually fairly close in terms of 
distance compared to some of these other ones mm-hmm. for us. Um, I believe it's a toss-up between Knoxville and Fort Wayne is like distance-wise. I think Fort Wayne is like nine hours and Knoxville is just past ten. Okay. And that's if you drive. Yeah, which, I mean, that's fine to me. I don't... I I most likely will not be. Uh, I would much rather just fly because it, there's nothing relatively close to us, and that's really unfortunate. So as a um, result, I would rather just fly. Yeah. Depending on what tickets are around that time is also mm-hmm. going to be the determining factor. Like, I don't want to pay $700 a person or whatever to go to Knoxville, right? Like, I could pay... 200 in gas and just take the 10 hours to drive that instead of paying $1,400 for for us to fly out. I understand. I like, understand I, I would much rather do that because then I can use the rest of that money for a nicer hotel. I can stay longer. Um, I'm, 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 whatever, wherever I go, I'm not going to be in a hurry to get back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I've done this before and trying to get in a hurry on the day the day after we lose O three 3 or whatever, try to get home. It's not fun. Like, I got yep. spoiled at Indy. Like, I got to stay for an extra, like, two or three days. And let me tell you, when you're not in a hurry, you get to enjoy more. Yeah, and, like, that's that's the thing about it is uh, whatever Tiff and I go, we're making a vacation out of it. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to spend vacation time to go anyway. I might as well take the whole uh, time. Get, yeah, vacation time. Um, so Knoxville is February 24th to the 26th. Uh, that's another one. Like I said, that's one for both of us that's on our radar of attending. So if you're trying to come and see us at one of these events, we will let you know ahead of time for sure if we're going to this one or not. But uh, oh, this, yeah, would, this is probably going to be high on our list of ones we're going to try to attend. Yep, that's that's the plan is try to try to get to something this year. Um, it's been far too long since i've been to anything and i would really really like to again uh next up on our list is vancouver march 10th through the 12th um we will not be attending this one (laughs) no no um nothing against vancouver yeah i would actually i I was actually trying to convince tiff to go uh but our anniversary is the 10th and she's like i'm not letting you go play Pokemon on our anniversary. I'm like, I understand. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's very reasonable. That's a very reasonable <laughs> request. I'm going to be honest. Um, as cool as it would be to go go to Canada, uh, it's just, that's just a little too far, I feel like. Yeah, I get it. Um, that being said, Charlotte's another one that's on our list. That's March 24th through the 26th. Uh, that one's probably not happening because that is right in the middle of spring break and flights are going to be insane. I absolutely love, uh, I I love Charlotte. I've been before. It's really really nice. Um, but and hear me out on this. <laughs> I don't want to go in the middle of spring break. Yeah. Um, as people who watch people go to spring break stuff all the time because we we live in Missouri. There's nothing to do here in Missouri. Like, Correct. Uh, Everyone goes away from here, and there's a reason. Yeah. Um. We already know, like, we were looking at flights, like, flights out, out of out of KCI to going to Charlotte are already in the thousands of dollars in that time span. Yep. Uh, that's not in the budget at all. 
Um, this next one was a recent ad uh, after they had already announced this. Fort Wayne, March 31st through April 2nd. Um, mm-hmm. I meant, Like I mentioned, I know I mentioned it to you. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the podcast yet. This one's fairly close to Indianapolis. It's about an hour, hour and a half north of that. Pretty close to the line between uh, Indiana and Michigan and all that. Right there on the border, pretty close to that. Hmm, okay. So definitely within driving list distance for a lot of the people in Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, and that kind of vicinity. Um, could easily just drive around the end of uh, from Chicago to Fort Wayne in a in, probably in, in half a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another one that's on the list of ones that I might attend to if we don't go, like if we don't go to Knoxville, we don't go to any other ones that were that are coming up here. This would probably be the one we get that's closest to one we go to because mm-hmm. it's the shortest drive. And I I think that's a uh, pretty okay all things considered. Yeah, like we we did when we went to Indy. Indy wasn't bad at all. Adding an extra hour and a half to two hours on top of it to go to Fort Wayne, no big deal. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, the next one is the one that's currently the highest on my list to go to because my birthday is like two days after it ends, just like Indy was. Uh, May 5th through the 7th is Portland, Oregon. Okay. So, I know, I know you're considering it. I, I've been looking at flights. Flights are cheap around that time for some weird reason. I'm not sure why. Um, I would Oh, it's really get... quite simple, Carl. It's Portland, Oregon. <laughs> um, I found flights right now. If like if I booked them now, it'd be like five hundred and fifty bucks for me and Kayla to go. Yeah, that's uh, literally nothing. Yeah, it, like in terms of flights, that is nothing. And whatever we would save on the flight, we like we probably stay at the hotel where the near the convention center. We'd be able to walking distance of that. Um. And so that that's on our list of uh, places we could go. Uh, I know it's like all the way across the country and probably a little bit farther than I'm comfortable traveling, but I it'd be cool to be like going that far. I, Kayla wants to see an ocean. <laughs> that's the yeah, I've, I've never actually seen the ocean either. Um, Kayla wants uh, to see the ocean. Yeah. And so that's kind of on our list of trying to go out either way just so she can see it at some point. Um, you you would think it'd be like living in a landlocked state. Oh, cool. It's just water, whatever. No, it's, it's something that we, that she wants to see really, really badly. And so. Yep. I get if, that. I understand yeah. completely. If we go to two events, um, Portland's probably going to be one of them and Knoxville will probably be the other one because if you all end up going that way, we'll probably want to go that way too. Yeah. Um, after that is Hartford, uh, May 19th through the 21st. Um, I know Ro is super excited about this one. It's pretty much in his backyard. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, that's, that's the other reason I'm considering going there is because, uh, I get a free, fl- like, ride from the airport. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Um, don't have to worry about Uber or taxi or anything like that, public transit, whatever. Um... That's another one that's on the list of things we're looking at, because, again, like like you said, we we know people up there. We wouldn't be completely stranded if something happens. Um, 
And then the last one here, um, I feel like this was the last one before NAIC last time. Milwaukee has June 16th through the 18th. Um, that feels that feels right because Milwaukee was the last regional event before NAIC last time. It's the last regional event before NAIC next year. That feels huh, right. Okay. Yeah. I'll um, take it. Milwaukee's not that far either, like in terms of drive time. No, it's it's really not. That's that's like also on the list of things I might do. Yeah, and I really thought like we when we were planning either going to Indy or wherever for like our vacation, Milwaukee was also on the list. Yep. Um and so that might be on the list for places we go this next year. But Okay. I don't know. It it all depends on how Kayla wants to do it. Because like, here here's my here's my thing is like I will go wherever other people are going. Yeah. I don't care. I personally don't own a vehicle. I can drive. It's like there's no impairments to keep me from driving. I just don't own a vehicle to do anything. And so, if I go somewhere, I would like to take Kayla with me. If she doesn't want to go, and we only go for the three days or whatever, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um. That's why it's like, depending on if Tiff ends up not wanting to go to Knoxville, but you still end up going, I would go with you probably still just because. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas if Tiff does come, I'll probably bring Kayla along with me because they'll have stuff they want to go do. We'll take the whole week, make a vacation out of it, whatever. Yep, I agree. <laughs> Get back uh, most, our... most likely, uh, wherever I go, Tiff is probably coming with. Yeah. She she loves traveling. So you have you have that luxury of you can you can take Tiff wherever you want. Tiff doesn't work a a, a forty hour a week job that Correct. pays all your bills. <laughs> um, her her boss is um her her son her boss's son uh played competitive TCG for years and has gone to worlds for um essentially every year he was eligible to play the game. Up until COVID hit. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's he's um, pretty okay at the game. One of the benefits of like LGSs and like that is because is you get to play the game consistently enough. You like there's locals, there's CP that mm-hmm. are in there, and you're going to be there for every single one of them if you want to be. That's the cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is all of the NA events for right now. There, there's that. That's the asterisk. There is, at the current time, this is all we know. There, there's a real good span here in April, where there's no events. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there could be more events coming in to fill in those slots. Um, like yeah, you said, like, like notably, uh, there's no like Collinsville. Dallas is not getting VGC. They Ar- Arlington is close enough that we probably will not see a Dallas event. Yeah. Um, the people but, who run the Dallas are probably just going to run Arlington. There's I also nothing essentially in April. It's like that seems like there could be something added there, at least one. Yeah. And Whether then, of course, we don't have uh, NAIC yet. Yeah, which we know that's in June. Um, odds are it's probably back in Ohio. Yeah, most likely. Hopefully, that, that's... maybe it's Collinsville. Oh my goodness! It. If it's Collinsville, like, dude, if it's Collinsville, I'll take the week off. I'll I'll yeah. take the weekend off and I'll go. 
Like, we'll be there. If it's Collinsville, we'll Even be if there. I'm we'll not playing, I just want to go see everyone. Yeah. We'll be there if it's, Col- if it's Collinsville. 100%. Because that's literally two and a half, three hour drive. Like, it's nothing. Um, anywho. Uh, other events. Uh, EU's got a whole bunch of events. And then, unfortunately, there's uh, only <laughs> one Latin American event. Notably, there's also... Uh, you know, the EU region has, I think, eight here, four of which have access to CP for VGC. And then, yeah, like you said, LA has um, no VGC events scheduled as of now. Yeah, LATAM, LATAM is getting the short end of the stick here. Their, their one of regional event they have is not a VGC event. And the VGC community is crazy good in that event. And so... How the heck are they going to earn their their like championship points if they're not given an event, right? Like you give, I would give them one. It, it's upsetting at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I noticed in the EU, there's no April events in the EU list either. Is that weird to you or just me? That's just really weird, right? Like, why there's... is there no events in April? <laughs> They've got to be planning something, right? I just... This is such a weird thing. I don't understand. We go we go mid-March, and then, like, March 26th is um, Charlotte, and then March 31st, April 2nd is Fort Wayne, and then we go an entire month, and our next event is Portland... And then we do the doubleheader of Malmo and uh, Connecticut. Yep. That is so weird. I guess Europe has their EUIC in April. But we don't know the dates for that yet. That could be the end of April, like for all we know. And we could still go an entire month without an event. (laughs) I would like that to not be the case, please. What was the date for EUIC, EUIC this past year? Uh, give me two seconds. Because that that could help us determine what time it would be next year. Uh, the European Ultimate Indoor Championships. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Google. I appreciate you. Google uh, totally knows what we're talking about, right? April 22nd through 24th. So pretty much the end of the month. But wasn't there a regional also the same week? No, there was not. Which is why no. I don't know, man. It's so weird. Um, I know they were trying to cram events in this past year. I don't know. I don't. Who know. knows? Oh yeah, so Worlds is this weekend. Yeah, that's cool. That's what uh, we've we'll been probably, talking about the entire time. <laughs> we'll probably talk about that next week, like actual, like actual factual data and stuff. Yeah, but... uh, Evan working working the night shift there, trying to get all the teams for both Victory Road, VGC Pastes, and all that. He's doing tremendous work out there. Uh, Swedes out there just watching the event. They got to meet up. Uh, yeah, we posted I, I did on Twitter. See, I did get to see their uh, their picture together. That was nice. An LRL mod meetup. I believe that is the first pair of mods to meet in person. That sounds correct, yes. Because 
we started right at COVID, and that wasn't a thing you could do. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. What? Um, so there's, like, Centro put out a, like, another leak today. I'm going to talk about a leak. If you don't like it, move on for five seconds. Well, let's go with uh, in five seconds. We'll let you know when to... Will, Carl, hold up a finger or something. <laughs> Multiple abilities got nerfed. For example, some can only be activated once per battle. Ooh. One of those is Intrepid Sword. <laughs> That's how they fix Zacian. That's so much better. Okay, that makes sense. That's also, apparently, fix... Kyogre is in the game. I'm not surprised. Uh, I, 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 restrictions are going to be in every, all the restrictions are going to be pretty much in every game. Exactly. Like, that's just I, that's I'm just to be expected. Actually, surprised. Um, did they did mention anything about the crown uh, items making them crown forms being in the game? Um, I actually haven't been on Twitter today. Oh, well then someone, I'm not going to worry about it. Someone posted that down in the our thing. Oh, and our, have, in our Scarlet have... Violet leaks. Yeah, I have notifications for any time Centro posts. So give We're, me two seconds. So it's funny because there's also been a confirmed trailer for Sunday. Yes, I did hear that. We're like, th this is no longer leaks. Um, there is a confirmed trailer for Sunday, and we're Which recording cool. on Friday, <laughs> so we don't get to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, normally, normally, uh, we record either like Thursday or Sunday, depending on how our schedules line up together. And you're like, Sunday will absolutely one hundred percent, one thousand percent not work. I'm like, well, I guess we're not talking about worlds. Got it? <laughs> yeah, that's why we're talking about this instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, which this needed its own episode, right? Like, this was a this is a big deal. VGC oh. events pretty much being canceled for however long is, is a big deal. Um, it also says here, just to clarify, even though Zashin's ability was adjusted, it's currently not in the game. So, pretty okay with that. Okay, leaks over. <laughs> Alright, we're done. I, I had to throw my finger back up because you started talking. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah. The, this this needed its own episode, right? Like we needed had to be to, able to yeah. talk about the regional schedules, not having VGC, what's going to happen. Worlds is also going to need its own episode. Otherwise, we'd be talking for two plus hours, and mm -hmm. people may like to listen to those episodes. Those episodes always seem to do well for some reason. <laughs> but I think I I don't think I can talk for another hour or whatever we got going on. Yeah, probably not. Not at this point. Um. Is there anything else we need to cover before we get on out of here? You want to talk Unite? Like, I know you've been watching coverage and everything for Unite. Not sure uh, um, if there's anything else you want to touch there. I am so excited for the new 5v5 map. So excited. You know yeah, why? You, I heard you mention it, but I don't know anything about anything, so... There is no more Zapdos. Yeah, now it's Rayquaza, right? It's Rayquaza, who does something different. Huh. It is no longer coin flip instant score win the game. It's gone. That's that's really awesome. 
that is that is the one thing people have been asking and complaining about since the incept of the game and the fact that rayquaza it's you still you it's essentially i think if I remember right from the from the leaks from the data mine it's um it is a uh, it's like a score shield boost so for those that don't know how score shield works score shield when you go to score you get a shield that pops up every so often on a cooldown timer for trying to score. So you can't just sit there and just try to spam score over and over and over. Uh, it procs, like I think it's like once every 45 seconds or something like that. Anywho, score shield makes it so where you have an extra shield on your health bar that your opponents have to get through to stop you from scoring. And so how this, how this buff is going to work from Rayquaza, essentially, is you're going to get a shield... That Which increases you to score more. Or, it increases it your scoring speed enough. and makes you harder to stop scoring. They can, I believe the whole system still is like if they knock you up or knock you away from the point, you still get stopped. I believe that's how that works. Um which we don't we won't know that until we get to see it in game. But the idea is it's like goal getter and score shield combined into a buff. Which I'm not sure if it's going to stack with those items or not, because uh, they took they took score shield and nerfed it into the dirt because everyone was running score shield for a while, and now it's fairly useless. So having Did... it on a buff is kind of cool. I'm scrolling through Twitter. Uh, evidently, there was a match I believe today from uh, Renaissance versus Secret Ship. Does this is do these names uh-huh. mean anything to you? They do. <laughs> um, evidently, their first game was eight fifty one to zero. <laughs> yep. Uh, Secret ship. Uh, I believe Secret ship was the first place team from Japan. Awesome, um, love it. So they were. They had a whole lot of people riding behind them, thinking they were going to win the whole thing. Uh, fun fact: It's black. The big three here are were Secret ship, uh, Black Hand, and Nouns. Um, Downs Gaming, which is Japan, NA, and E, respectively. Those were like the big three. Uh, Seijun Parks, um, I believe he's on uh, Eternity Gaming. Uh, if Seijun, he, they, his team made day two. If Seijun wins, he'll be the first uh, multi-world champion across different games. That's insane. Um, That's absolutely insane. Yeah, it's... It's gonna be a whole lot of a whole lot of gaming to play tomorrow. Uh, it's double elim uh, bracket style, whereas today was a lot of just best of three groups. Um, and so, I'm super excited for season two. Like season two, I know technically we're like in season six or whatever of Unite for ranked season, but like mm-hmm. this is going to be season two of like Unite as a game. Hmm. And if if they're going to be like doing this like after worlds like here's this new map you're going to play on for this year here's how this stuff works for this year and treat it like kind of like how mobas work because I, I wasn't expecting them to do that i was literally just like we're just going to give you this one map this is how we're just going to add pokemon willy-nilly maybe add some new items that's all we're going to do no they're they're literally like Here's new mob spawns. Here's new buffs. They all work differently from last year. And we're taking feedback from people playing the game and adjusting and changing things. 
and it's super duper cool. I'm super excited for this game. Is like this is probably what's going to be make Pokemon an esport essentially, right? Like the MOBA is what's going to take off and probably skyrocket in popularity here soon. Hmm. You're. I know there's a group of y'all playing together. Mm-hmm. And I'm really debating starting to play again. I'm just like, eh. I don't know. Uh, maybe I have, I have got a Twitter debate for you. You need to go find Spragles on Twitter. The content cowboy. I think there was a video about two weeks ago. They were talking about Garchomp and Talonflame. And okay. the whole argument was is who is better, Garchomp or Talonflame? And I believe Talonflame won the poll. Um, Talonflame is one of those hidden OP like junglers that played in 5v5s is really really good in solo queue it's terrible <laughs> yeah but I suck at jungling um, you can play it in lane too Talonflame is good? yeah um, like I said it's, it's, it's the team aspect behind it is what makes Talonflame good you have really great secure you have very good traveling ability because you're a speedster obviously and being able to go from the top lane to the bottom lane pretty quickly and then secure a dreadnought and then just be right back to top lane. Perfect. Hmm. Interesting. Um, it's it's a lot the game is changed a ton for those who probably picked it up in the first couple months and then dropped it because you didn't like Zapdos, because you didn't like how the game played out. A ton of stuff has changed since then. Highly recommend at least picking it up and trying it again. Is, is Dodrio coming into the game? Yes. yes. Huh. Uh, that is something we got from the data mine for the next battle pass area. Because we already knew we were getting two sets of three. We got our first set of three in Glaceon, Buzzwool, and Tyranitar. The next set of three is uh, from the data mines is going to be Mew, who will be free in the game through playing the game. Um, so kind of like how, I don't know if you know how Hoopa worked. You could get Hoopa for free through the game by playing the game and doing the, the event for Hoopa. Huh, okay. Uh, Mew is going to work the same way, I'm assuming. Huh. Um, which they, they do this every once in a while. You get, you can get a Pokemon essentially for free just by playing the game and completing the challenges. Over. Uh, Glaceon was that way. Hoopa was that way. Um, and so the next lineup here from the data mine is Mew, which Mew is, is an anomaly. We have no exact, exact clue on how it works right now. Uh, but there's, there's some really cool stuff going on there with its move kit and whatnot. Uh, but we have Mew and then we're getting Dodrio, which is finally another speedster. It just took them a year to put out a speedster. That's all. No big deal. Who is the last one? Sizor. An all-rounder. Sizor's in the game? Sizor will be coming to the game, I believe, mid-September. Neat. Yep. Um, There is a special gimmick with Sizor. So you start as Scyther. And from the data mine leaks, you either stay Scyther the entire game or you evolve into Sizer depending on your moveset. Which 
I believe the way this is working is it's going to work as just like a side shift instead of a bump up like most evolutions work in stats. Um, I believe the way the Scyther uh, sh shift is going to work is like Scyther's going to move faster, it's going to be speedier, whereas Scyther is going to be a little bit slower, hit a little bit harder. Huh, they, okay. are, they are doing a lot of experimenting here in these next couple of Pokemon, and it's super duper cool. I'm super excited for the game. I need to put out a T-Tar video. I put out the Sand Tomb Pentakill that I got <laughs> on YouTube. Tried to make it a short. YouTube support has no idea what I did, but I broke it. Uh, did you put hashtag shorts? Yep. I give up then. I literally was <laughs> I was literally in a chat with YouTube support for three hours. Oh, good, good. Trying to figure out why it wasn't posting as a short. I had Krebs in my DMs trying to help me out, figure out what the heck I was doing, because apparently like it's easier to do it on mobile, which I would download it to my phone through the Google Drive, post it via the shorts button on YouTube. And for some reason, neither YouTube support or Krebs were able to help me figure out what the heck to do for shorts. So we'll have to come back to that at a later date. Okay. Unite rant over. I, I'm out of breath. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know, you talked about stuff you like, so I think it's okay. <laughs> Does that mean we are getting out of here for the day? I think so, man. Let me make sure you're VGC not... VGC is dead. Long live VGC. Yeah, VGC is dead. Long live VGC. I, we, we keep saying that. It's not actually. It'll be... It'll be kind of nice having a break for a while. I feel like we were getting kind of burned out there for a little bit on VGC. I don't know about you. Yeah. Series um... 12 was kind of dragging, but... I'm it's, I'm I'm it's scrolling cool. through Twitter and I came across a meme. Oh no. You'll appreciate. Oh no, that's not the meme. What did Hold you on. do? I'm dumb. There you go. <laughs> that is funny. I do enjoy that. You are correct. <laughs> okay. We getting out of here? Are you ready yeah, to go home? We're getting out of here. I gotta go figure out when we're going to go to dinner. Yeah, I also don't know what we're doing. Um, so, I don't know. I think, I think the plan is Hawaiian Rose. I'd be down for H Rose. You want to bring me back some? Uh, you can just come with us. Yeah, but I have to work tomorrow. I mean, we're getting ready to leave here in probably 30 minutes. If you leave now, you'll be here in time. And we're not staying up there all night. We're literally probably just going to get Hawaiian Bros and then maybe hit, like, the pet store so I can get some aquarium stuff. Probably not. All right. As much as I would like to, probably not. Okay. All right. Time to get out of here. Time yeah, to go let's get out of things. here. All right. As always, everyone, before, you know, I get interrupted, Carl. <laughs> no. Um, you know, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff if you're listening over on YouTube. If not, go check out the YouTube stuff. Um, obviously, you know, that's where we do a majority of our content and all that. So if if you like our our voices and have never seen our faces, uh, you can. I don't, yeah. I don't know why that would be something that, like, incentivizes people to come. But, yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll, I'll take 
you know more views on YouTube. However, we can, right? Yep. Um, exactly. Let's see. You can follow us over on Twitter at LR Lessons. Myself at Mister Missouri Twenty Five. Carl's at Musical VGC. You can also follow us over on Twitch, which I'm gonna get back to eventually. Maybe eventually. Um, you you had me. times to try and like get all your stuff situated and whatnot. I, I know you might been... Monday. I'm I'm taking Monday off. Ooh. It's a long story. I I We ain't got time for it here, but it means I have something to watch at work. Yeah, that's poss- what possibly maybe depending on how the rest of my day goes, but All right. Um Yeah, you can follow us over there at Mr. Missouri twenty five and Carl's at musical. Uh you might be able to f- catch Carl over there playing some Unite, because that'd be cool. Yeah, I do that every once in a while. Um, you can also go ahead and, you know, come join the community Discord this week and hang out with us and play games of Unite with Carl and tell me I'm bad at Nuzlocks and all that good stuff, <laughs> you know, just like everyone else. Um, I lost my second Genlock to Tate and Liza again, so... Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so, you know, I get to go play through Red and Crystal again. So, I'm feeling good. This is great. I went into Emerald with zero deaths both times. Oh, that's not true. I went into Emerald zero deaths this time, and uh, it was not even close. It just wasn't even particularly close. That's so, sad. Yeah, d- dude, I don't even know what I did wrong. I had multiple dark types. I had, uh, like, Water Spout, Waylord. I had Surf, and it's just like, nah. Sun's up. We're not. We're gonna take those hits. Also, I got three calm minds. So good luck. Like, Mm. got it. I understand. I feel like once you get past Gen three, Gen four will be pretty much a breeze until Cynthia. Literally, just Tate and Liza that I've had trouble with. Are you Uh, playing Emerald? Yes. Is it Emerald Tate and Liza? Okay, yeah. yeah, That that's why. (laughs) I know, and I've, I've debated going and doing. Uh, Omega Ruby instead, like doing all the remakes of the games instead. But so like Fire Red, uh... Fire Red, Soul Silver, and then Omega Ruby. But I don't know. And it sucks. This is something BDSP. I want to do before Sword and Sh- <laughs> uh, before uh, Scarlet Violet. and Violet come Violet. out, just to do like my last hurrah through Sword and Shield. But dude, oh my god, it takes forever. But you better hurry. You're it's... running out of time. It's so long. Uh, I remember waiting in line for Sword and Shield. I I speed ran red sitting yes, there in I line. Yes, I do remember that. Um, I might I do, do that do again, depending that. on uh, how we get, pick up Scarlet and Violet, if we're going to go sit in a line. But most likely, we're just going to wait for Papa Bezos to ship it to us. Um, well, we'll probably go pick up in paper. Well, you so guys don't like have to wait. work the next morning, yeah, probably. Ex- <laughs> uh, well, I, when's release date? Uh, it would be Thursday night. Yeah, I don't work the next day, so... Yeah, I do. <laughs> so I, would I, have will... to be, I would have to be up at like 7... I have to be at work at 7 a.m. on the next day. So. I will do nothing the next day and instead stay home and play Pokemon. And I'm okay with that. But I will probably have the Saturday off after that, so then Saturday will be an all-day stream of Scarlet and Violet, probably. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Discord. Twitch. Discord. <laughs> um, um, go and check out the website 
at LRLessons.com. You can also go ahead and click over there on that merch tab and go buy yourself a fancy t-shirt or a hoodie. We've had a bunch of hoodie sales here lately. Um, yeah. People, people um, are prepping for winter, evidently. I guess. Uh, I will say this. We did have someone reach out asking about what to do in case of, like, you bought the wrong size. You don't know what to do with it. You can get a hold of Teespring. They should be able, as long as you haven't worn it, they should be able to get you a refund, send it back, do whatever. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that's all going to work because we aren't the ones making them. Yeah, it's it's all through... Um, all through Teespring. We have nothing to do with it. So, like, obviously, we would love to give you a refund, um, and re- return, like, get a new shirt for you or whatever. But since we're not the ones making them, it's not us, like, producing them. So, Teespring would have to be the one to issue a refund. Mm-hmm. So, as much as I would love to say, hey, uh, we'll fix that, uh, I, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't, we don't know exactly how to fix it. So, yeah. Um, anchor support. Yes, that's the last one. If for some reason you don't like the idea of you know uh, buying merch, because I get it, I understand completely. Um, you can just give us money. <laughs> yeah. That's um, always an option, I guess. Yeah, it obviously directly supports us either way. Um, but if for some reason you don't want big America, if you don't want big T-shirt in in your uh pocketbooks i understand yeah instead put big podcasting in your pockets exactly so uh yeah for as little as 20 or 25 cents an episode you can you can uh support us and we'd love it so i think that's it i think that's everything so let's get out of here okay as always everyone thank you so much for watching and we will see you next week with some more literary lessons have a good one peace peace